Wow. I I don't even know what to say. Wow. We're back with another edition of the WFMI's Instant Insights Podcast Edition. Live on Facebook, YouTube, Periscope. Anywhere you want to talk, Browns. Although it's not a win, but Joe, it's hard for me to be sad about a Browns. It feels weird to be sad about a Browns loss. Yeah, <laughs> that was this game was just insane, man. Um, I, yeah, it's it's a tough loss. I I I really wanted that W, but. They, we saw we saw a team that's real. We wrote it on uh, our instant insights. This team's real. Uh, it's a real deal. Um, they just they have a terrible defense. Yeah, I was gonna say, can <laughs> I correct you? The yeah. offense is real. The right. defense is bad. Yeah, this offense. I I said it afterward. <laughs> Barry's gonna just bulldoze this this unit this offseason. We're gonna see a completely different uh, unit next year. Um, but yeah, a shout out to Baker. Baker had a huge game. He had one mistake, and I think it was more more. Uh, Hold just, on, I'm gonna. This is a shout out to Dave Sterling and yeah. everyone that's listened to these incident insights lately. He had two mistakes. Oh, the interception and the intentional grounding. That's true. Taxes and Baker Mayfield's <laughs> intentional grounding. I think we're on a four game streak here. Somehow I. This is this is I insane. feel like quarterbacks don't even have four intentional groundings in like a season and Baker's I, like that I there's gotta be some sort of ESPN stats and info. There's gotta be. This is insane. Just four straight games. This one I think was the worst of the calls because I think he got hit. Um but yeah, this is just the probability of that is astronomical. Um but yeah, other than those two mistakes, um Baker was awesome um he made the plays that they needed to um got him got him down what in like 40 seconds or so um score a touchdown to take the take the time i know hindsight's 2020 but he they scored 47 seconds and i was like damn they're giving lamar jackson cramps and all we'll call it cramps that would be the uh pg 13 version of that um Yeah. yeah we'll call them cramps but yeah, I was like, man, they're giving this Ravens defense or Ravens offense weight. Not only are are you giving the Ravens offense way too much time, but you're giving Cleveland's defense way too yeah. much time to mess it up. And that is exactly what happened. And yeah. I I'd have to go back and look, but I think the Ravens literally ran the same exact play, but they just flipped it every other play yeah. and ran it to a different receiver. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. The way it, field. it was it was just so easy for for uh, the Ravens, um, yeah. The uh, how many times have we had what, in two two minute drives where we where we said the team left too much time on the clock? That was that was that was just uh, um, a. I was really hoping that they were going to say that Kareem Hunt was down at like the half yard line. <laughs> he did too well on that one. <laughs> Stretch it out. It's like Kareem, dude. Just go down at the half. You don't even have to score that. <laughs> Yeah, and especially it was like 50 seconds left with Tucker. It was pretty much no doubt, <laughs> given how the defense was playing. They they just had to get to like 60 yards away, and they could. He was probably going to be no doubt. Is it bad that I was more? I knew Justin Tucker was going to make that 55 yard field goal to win it. 
but I was questioning whether Cody Parker would make a freaking extra point. <laughs> I know, right? Seriously. If yeah. that's not the Browns in a nutshell, <laughs> that's that. I mean, that's being a Cleveland fan. It's, I, it's I know you missed one earlier in the game, but like my heart was racing on that extra oh, point. But on yeah. the Justin Tucker one, I was like, all right. The Browns yeah, I know. I know. I wrote it like, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> and speaking of Browns losing, not only did they lose like that, but to everyone, if you are betting responsibly, I'm so sorry so if you sorry. bet the Browns recover. I'm so sorry because that safety <laughs> changed it. It was Ravens minus three and a half, and it went from three to five. So I'll pull it out for right you guys there. tonight. That's an all-timer bad beat right there. Oh, my God. One of the worst uh, lateral plays you'll ever see where – they just did not pick up any positive yards. <laughs> I guess you could say that the Browns haven't practiced that play this year. That's true. I, I'm, gu- I'm guessing that's not in, in the uh, practice uh, sheet each week. Uh, but yeah, maybe maybe they want to do that next time. <laughs> um, but I, I was I was a bit surprised. I thought maybe they would try to uh, because we saw at the end of the f- first half where he threw a seventy yard bomb. I thought maybe they would try to. <laughs> Try to see if Baker would make it to the end zone because it would be a better uh, probability, but that's neither here nor, not, nor there. Um, but yeah, it was tough loss, but um, I'm 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 happy where we're at. Um, I know there's no uh, good losses or anything like that. It, it it wasn't a good loss. It was just a loss that told you that this team is a contender and that's all we can ask for. Yeah. I mean, when they went down 14, I was like, man, is it over? Usually once the Browns go down 14, they go down 21 and then they go down 28 and then the game's over. But when they came back, I was like, man, this offense is the real freaking deal. Right. Yeah. I feel like we can talk for hours about this game. I don't know. Yeah. Just, there's just so many aspects to talk to talk yeah. to discuss. Um, yeah, there's so many. There's so many times in Slack there, and we were talking like, "Oh, okay, I don't, th- I don't think they can do it." And and then they kept coming back. That that was that was great to see. The offense was ready for the fight. Um, defense not so much. Um, but yeah, it was it was good to see them fighting through that. And hey, we got a we got an NFL head coach there, guys. Yeah, a hell of a game. NFL head coach, and what if I say NFL quarterback? Yes, we do. NFL quarterback, man. Back to back weeks where just playing playing one of the best teams, two best teams in the league, and he shredded them. He shredded both teams. Um, it was it was impressive to watch. Um, Got to keep it going, but yeah, he. I think we got somebody here. Yeah, it's hard for me to be positive after such like a devastating loss like that. But there, as a Browns fan, we are all used to losing, and we're all used to getting blown out like in Week One. Mm-hmm. There are so many positives to take away from tonight. Yeah, I mean, not only did the Browns prove that they belong with the big boys, but they proved that they have so much fight. And I feel like that's part of the coach. It's part of like the players and leaders, but that's a big. Testaments of the coaching staff as well. Yeah, yeah, and the offense struggled early on, um, and we saw we saw adjustments by them, which was great to see. the 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 receivers were having trouble getting away from uh, 
their coverage. And we saw in the second half that they got open uh, quite a bit. And that was a great to see that the coaches helped with the adjustments. And it's, it's really nice to have a coach that you can go into the locker room and, and see an improvement coming out of the second half rather than a letdown. Um, so yeah, it's, there's, there's a lot of positives today. I would say quite a bit. Um, mostly, not mostly all of them on offense. Um, but yeah, it's, I, it's a big step. It's a big step for Baker. I think, um, even though it's a loss, he, he battled, he was, you couldn't tell which, which quarterback was, was the MVP last year. They both played hell of a game. Um, it, it was, it was a great game. Um, Lamar had another thing we learned. Lamar is still good. Even though people people have kind of given up on him almost, even when he yeah. has cramps, <laughs> cramps. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait for the behind the scenes. I, no, no, okay, I, that's gross. We, I can't oh, wait yeah. for the real story to come out on that. We, it's going to come out eventually. We need the like real Paul story Pierce's game where he got wheelchaired off. That real yeah. story came out. The Lamar Jackson cramp game. The and real he story just, that came and out. He he just happens to come out on fourth and five. Like, how does that happen? Like, Paul Pierce is like, "Yo, dude, welcome to the party." <laughs> this is—it's just this game had everything, man. It just had everything. It—it it was the longest game of all time. <laughs> it seemed like it had so many ups and downs, so many weird plays, so many bad rough calls, and so many bad commentary by the announcers. It was just—it had everything. And don't forget the ESPN cameras too. Not only were the refs bad. But the ESPN cameramen, like, were they sleeping sometimes? Yeah. I feel like the play was like way downfield, and they were still like in the backfield. Yeah, yeah they uh, ESPN might need to uh, upgrade their uh, Monday Night Football crew. Um, but yeah, it's it was it was fun to watch. I said it, even though they lost, it was fun to watch. It was a competitive game, um, but it sucks that they lost. But we got to move on. They're still nine and four, guys. Nine. I can't believe. Like, if you want to show anyone the Brown season so far, just show them this scoreboard and how they lost. Right? <laughs> you know, they scored forty-two points. Yeah, that's all you need to know about not only the Browns' offense this year, but the Browns' defense. Yeah, yeah. I think we saw a common culmination of everything that we've seen of that defense this year, just all into one game. Like they couldn't tackle. They couldn't pa- rush the passer pretty much at all since the first quarter or so. Um, they 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 had coverage breakdowns often. Um, they lost contain on almost every play. It was it was bad. <laughs> the defense the defense is bad, and um, and it, it just shows you how good the offense is. They were able to overcome almost overcome. Just uh, one of the really worst performances that you see, you could see a defense make. I still can't believe that final drive. It was literally <laughs> like they were playing NFL blitz and just choosing the same play, and then the next play they just hit R. Yeah. Uh, what would it? What would it be R two? And it would flip the play, and then they'd run the same play, and then they'd hit R two <laughs> and flip it. Dude, it was they were it was took two plays to get over over midfield. 
and and they and they targeted a- Andrews, their best receiver and a, or best pass catcher, and he was wide open. Like what? I don't so even know what was an opposing tight end wide open. Wow, mind blown. <laughs> I know opposing opposing tight ends wide open in this team. I think the biggest problem there is that the Browns or not the Browns, the Ravens match up perfectly with the Browns defense because the Browns biggest weaknesses are the Ravens biggest strengths. Like they don't have like that number one receiver, but they have Mark Andrews and Hollywood Brown who are good at getting open in the middle. And your linebackers and safeties aren't good. Yeah. It's easy. true. That's exactly, that's a great point. Yeah. It's, it's a tough matchup for them. It's just, and you can add in Lamar. The Browns have struggles against moving quarterback, running quarterbacks too. Um, yeah, it was. I feel like that's a testament to the linebackers as well. Yeah, it's, when linebackers are bad, it, yeah, uh, and it, mobile quarterback and tight ends are going to kill you. Yeah, and the lack of discipline on the team. It, it, we saw that so many times over the course of the season, and it showed up today. They, I don't know how many times. I would see that both the ends just run right past Lamar and like, and then just leave a wide open alley out to the out to the uh, flat. I'm like, it's it was just like every play, and they didn't. So we saw improvement on on the offense by the coaching staff. The defense did not. So I'm not sure if Joe Woods is just out of players and has no idea what to do, um, which I think, which I think, yeah, which I think is the point, but still, I, you gotta do something (laughs) because it was just bad. It would have been interesting to see what would have happened today. If Denzel Ward was healthy, I feel like that's it. I mean, he's obviously the Browns best cornerback, but does he really help against a guy like Mark Andrews? I don't know. Like, it's hard to. I think Marquise Brown struggled today. So, that is what he had two receptions for 50 yards. I guess the one was a long touchdown. But I don't know. I don't know if Denzel Ward really helps today. I I think the best cornerback does, but. Yeah. I think it does in terms of um, not having to see MJ Stewart out there. (laughs) He had a horrible game, (laughs) Um, he was forced to play. Big minute, a big snap count today, um, and he was picked on all day. Um, I think, I think it was just a like it kind of just it was it forced players on the field that shouldn't have been on the field. Um, rather than like his direct impact, it was like an indirect impact on the defense. Um, just not the lack of depth on the team uh defense i think hurt him more than actual him uh making plays on the on the field um the good news is that i don't want to talk about the offseason yet but this offseason assuming greedy williams can come back right they'll get greedy back they'll get grant delpit back so you'll have your second best cornerback and a safety and you have a lot of cap space and i can guarantee yeah. you 99% of that cap space is going to go toward the defense. Oh, yeah. So looking uh, at the offseason, this offseason could be really fun because yeah. we know that the Browns' offense is the real deal. And mm-hmm. if you can get like five or six players on defense and yeah. make that – I mean, even an average defense is a huge upgrade. Right. I mean, yeah. if you get rid of Andrew Sandejo – sorry, Andrew – and you replace him with an average safety, that is a huge upgrade. Huge upgrade, yeah. It's – it's it'll be amazing if we can see that. 
If you replace, yeah, if you replace the bad guys with average players, that is like an astronomical difference. Right. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's. I think next year, this off season is going to be fun. It's going to be really fun for the Browns. That you're waiting for next year. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but yeah, it's gonna be a fun. It's gonna be a fun off season because rather than most off seasons where we have like four hundred different holes on the team, we we can narrow down the holes. We know where it's at. <laughs> it's on defense, and um, I think I think Barry will hit it hard. But getting and back to the, the game, first off season in a while that the yeah. head coach is not a hole. That's true, and not changing. <laughs> Wow! Yeah, wow! It's a whole new world. And Baker and Baker gets a offense coordinator for the second straight year. <laughs> Is that allowed? I think that's against I, the rules. I know. I, I, right, I enough I, about the offseason. I'm just. I mean, right. I don't want to wish away this season, but this offseason is going to be really freaking fun. Yeah, it is. Yeah, um, but yeah, getting back to this. This season's not done. Then we, oh. we saw we saw today that they're they're a contender. They can they can make waves in the playoffs. Today showed it. That they, the announcer said them. that too. They said, "Don't be surprised if these teams meet again in the playoffs." Which, if yeah. for them to meet, I mean, if Baltimore makes the playoffs, it would have to be like they'd have to upset and then meet in like the AFC Championship, unless something crazy happens, because they're yeah. going to both be like five or six seeds or four through six seeds in the playoffs. Right. But yeah. I mean, and I'm trying to be positive here. It's tough to beat a team three times in one season. So true. maybe the Browns are playing chess, and we're out here just playing. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Look at that man. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that's a good point. Um, it'll be interesting who they face. I think they're they're still in the in the top wild card spot, but we'll see by the end of the year. I'm team anyone but the Chiefs. Please, yes, please, please. Which I think we're in good position, unless we somehow crap the bed against either New York teams. I don't think we'll fall to the seventh spot, or what would it be? Yeah, no, the seventh. That'd be the seventh. No, no, they'd have a bye. They have a bye, and then they then they would play whoever that. It would be like the four and five. I, I don't so, know. It, so yeah, you would have to play like the Bills and then the Chiefs. Although in the NFL, although they reseed, so I guess it would just be the lower seed. Yeah, let's just avoid them. <laughs> yeah, I'm just yeah, I'm just team anyone but the Chiefs. But I guess if the Chiefs keep winning, we will be anyone but the Chiefs. I guess. In the I'm team. Round. I'm team play Pittsburgh. Oh, don't say I want that. that. I hey, want that revenge game, man. We don't want this to be bulletin board material. Okay, we're pretty down here. We're going Pittsburgh. We need, the, we need that revenge game from uh, quite a quite He's a while back. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. That is true. Although maybe the Browns should lose that one too because it's tough to beat a team three times in the same season. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're not – I don't think the uh, AFC North – is it clinched yet? I don't think – I think they can still lose all their games and we win, right? don't know. The Browns would be two games back, but I don't know how – no, it can't be clinched because the Browns are only two games back. Yeah, so, well – they have to somehow get a miracle from Cincinnati, which I don't see that happening. Uh, but the yeah, Cincinnati Bengals are like the Browns of two years ago. So yeah, if if they had Joe Burrow, I would definitely say, well, yeah, that's definitely a um, uh, a sleeper team that could beat them. But yeah, I don't, 
I think Brandon Allen's now hurt. So, yeah. But getting back to the Browns, um, yeah, it's this game showed that they can be they can be a factor in the playoffs. And when we can we we look back in Week One, I know we don't talk about Week One. That was preseason Week One. Um, <laughs> you're getting you're getting it, Joe. <laughs> When we look back to preseason week one, I, I don't know how I don't I don't think anybody was thinking that uh, we were just hoping to be a contender for the playoffs. But now we're being a contender inside the playoffs, fighting, um, winning games, and I think today showed it that they can do it. This offense can compete with anyone. This defense mm-hmm. can get beat by anyone, I guess you'd say. I don't know, it's going to be tough. I mean, the Browns, I don't think they'll be able to – I mean, I'm just looking at the playoffs. I don't think they'll be able to keep up with the Chiefs. Um, unless it's, just, unless it's a monsoon out. Yeah, I mean, you need like a monsoon and a lot of snow and for Patrick Mahomes to wear Lamar Jackson's cleats because Lamar Jackson doesn't know how to wear long cleats. You need a lot of factors. And have cramps. Yeah. I guess the, we're going to go off on tangent again. What's up? Like the Ravens were all slipping up and yeah. the Browns weren't. I mean, it's pretty evident that the field was okay and the Ravens just were trying to wear shorter cleats to be faster. Right. <laughs> it's like, what? Even the announcers are like, oh man, this field looks bad. No, the Ravens just are trying to wear short cleats to it, run faster. Like the, the grass looked fine. Like, I've seen so much worse. Like, like Pittsburgh by the end of the year is one of the worst fields in the league. I've had a, and it's that was not even close. There was no dirt showing or anything like that. And what stinks is it might have cost Trace McSorley his. Yeah, ace. that's tough. Yeah, that was tough to see. I mean, I don't like the Ravens, but I also don't want to see any human yeah. tears ACL like that either. Yeah, that that looked like a yeah that looked like a serious injury. Um, but yeah, it was it was so weird that they they didn't make the change to the cleats by until halftime. And then, yeah, so and then they showed, like the guy on camera that had the longer cleats, and Lamar was like, "No, <laughs> don't complain. Yeah. You can't was, complain if a guy is literally giving you longer cleats, and you're just like, no, 'No, I'm good. I'll, I'm just gonna right. slip more, yeah. and then I'm gonna get mad when I slip.' Yeah, yeah, it was, it was really weird. It was super really weird. weird. You think yeah. that like, even during during warmups. They'd realize that they need longer cleats, but hey, I guess not. I guess not. Um, but yeah, it's it was it was super weird. This whole game was just weird. <laughs> it was weird, to be honest. <laughs> just so weird. That the Browns didn't cover after all that weirdness is even crazier. <laughs> oh my God, it's yeah. I, I I can't get over this game. I, I was looking at the stats, man. This both teams. 385 yards for Ravens and 493 for the Browns. It's just insane. Can so we just discuss the fact that Baker had 343 yards and right. the team in receiving? <laughs> That's insane too, right? <laughs> Which but I, I, it's it kind of shows the weakness on the Browns that they seven, the players. <laughs> seven <laughs> players had at least two receptions. Yeah. Three players had six. I mean not only was Baker good, but he was spreading the ball out, which makes the whole. T- I know I've I've been preaching this since like week two or three since the first win, but when you get the whole team to buy in, like Kevin Stefanski has, that changes so much. Yeah. And I mean, even offensively, if seven players are catching at least two balls, 
if that sounded bad, if seven players have at least two receptions, that that's an easy way to buy in. Yeah, yeah, and it 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 shows. Yeah, it shows that that's what Baker loves to, is best at. He he loves spreading the ball out. He's the point guard. He loves just pay, finding the open guy and not trying to force it force feed somebody. Um, but it, I think it also, even though the um, the offense was really good, I think it it did show you know all the all the all the arguments that we've heard about OBJ is this team better. I think we talk, saw today that he would have been a huge help. They none of the receivers could get could get uh, open deep. But um, Joe, they still put up forty two points. So are I they know really that's that's OBJ? that shows how that shows how insane this offense could be. Like it, there's a there's another side to this offense that they can still do. Um, but yeah, it's it'll be interesting to see um, if they can go in the offseason. I know we're going to the offseason again. Um, but if, for Browns fans, we're used to talking about the offseason in December. Right. It's okay. Right. Let's see if they, let's see if they can get this offense to work with OBJ. Um, because it would just be a dynamic, even more dynamic. Um, but getting going back to the game. Um yeah, it was it was uh it was it was definitely a game, a baker game right there. Um spraying it out, everybody contributing. Um, and it kind of shows you that the, our best receiver today was Kareem Hunt. <laughs> That's that... who saw that coming, right? The only thing I'm gonna nitpick offensively is that I feel like they, I guess, when you were down 14, it's kind of tough, but they went away from the run game way too much. I mean, they still yeah. Nick Chubb had 17 carries, Kareem Hunt had six, Baker had five. Wow, um. Oh. But like in the third quarter, it was like thirty-three pass attempts to fourteen rush attempts. That in a game like that, where you want control, you want to control the tempo. You have, especially when you have Nick Chubb. When you have Nick Chubb, he should be getting a lot more than I don't know. I guess it's we it's saw that we saw that. Game plan, but yeah, we saw that a bit last week too. They kind of it was it was a pass happy in the first half, um, but obviously it was super successful. Um, I think I think it's showing that Kevin Stefanski is not a one-trick pony. He doesn't s- just like stick to the run game, even though like that was where best. At. It, he goes with the flow, whatever's running the best. Um, and the pass game was working, especially in the second half. They were they were giving up easy passes. People were just they were doing uh, that one drive. They were just doing ten-yard passes. Just right I don't know who field. it was, but they were Baker was thinking on that guy. <laughs> it was like, oh, DPJ is being covered by now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shout out to DPJ. DPJ, he was uh, another big game for him, man. He he keeps That's making cool. plays, man. Absolutely. The best part about DPJ being good with the Browns is that it once again shows you just how bad Michigan is. It's awesome. That's true. It's like a win-win as a Browns fan. It, it, it really is. Yeah, it really is. It's, it's like wow. This guy stunk this bad at Michigan, but he's flourishing as a rookie in right. the in the first Michigan. first season. <laughs> yeah, it, it that is a good point. <laughs> it's it's amazing. You could see it on on tape when you looked at his game film. He was open so much that he got he he had the opportunity, but the the quarterback play was just 
It, it was Michigan. We, we, we've been watching Michigan quarterbacks for the past. Glad this late night podcast edition of the Browns losing to the Ravens has turned into making fun of Michigan. It's awesome. <laughs> Every day is a good day to make fun of Michigan. <laughs> it is currently 12.37 a.m. and Michigan still stinks, so it's awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm not even gonna, I can't make fun of Michigan anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like I like we both said, it's hard to be positive after such a devastating loss like that. But the fact that we're so devastated, I think, tells you just how good this team is and can be. Mm-hmm. Because in previous years, I think we all would have went to bed at halftime and just looked at in the morning and seen the final score and just been like, Oh, it's just another Browns loss. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a step, man. It's, we, we talk about it every day. It's a, it's a step for this team. Um, and they're making more steps in, in this season than I've ever, that I even thought they could have. I, I had no idea that they could be able to be contenders in the playoffs, being a team that could actually win a game in the playoffs. Um, so it, it's great to see. Um, this is another game that showed it that they can make it contend. Yeah, they show that the Browns are the real deal. The offense is definitely the real deal. The defense we won't distress. Just like week one, we won't distress the defense this week Uh-oh. either. That nope. just doesn't happen. Nope. Um, but yeah, the Browns running backs, obviously the two-headed monster of Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, real deal. Uh-huh. Browns wide receivers, even without OBJ, Real deal. I feel like I wonder how big of a difference. Speaking of just going through the positions, how big of a difference Austin Hooper would have made tonight? Yeah, I think I think early on it would have helped. Um, they they were struggling getting getting open um, a little bit early on. Um, I think I think it would definitely would have helped in the first half um, just to op- open it up, um, get the little easy passes going on in the middle. Um, but yeah, I think I've, there's a there was a lot of missing pieces today, and that's another that's another sign that this team could be a lot better. And there, we already talked about how many people are missing on defense, but just looking on offense, we're missing Hooper. Um, we've had I think two of our linemen were banged up today. Yeah, uh, speaking of we, last week, we said we needed to stay healthy and get healthy. I don't think did Wills come back into the game after he limped off. He, he did, but he was he did, but he didn't. He was he looked like he was hampered. So. Right, hopefully he's okay going into yeah. next week. That, I mean, having not having any left tackles obviously huge, no matter who's yeah. throwing it for you. Yeah. And yeah. speaking of, you were talking about getting open. Can can we just talk about how bad the referees were again tonight? Not only did they not flag for fifteen, 15 people, not, 12, not thirteen, not fourteen. 15 players and it's not like it's not like they were like just getting off the field they were like at the hash marks like what are you guys even if you don't even if you discount those three guys that were running off the field they still has information and kevin stefanski needed to waste a challenge yeah i was like like, if you need to show just how bad the referees were tonight just show them that screenshot (laughs) 15 players being on the field and it not getting called just so bad yeah the it was yeah the, they they just call them nitpicky plays and then they would miss just 
the illegal contact. I forget who it was, but they even showed it on replay. Yeah, he like stood over him. And it was like, like 10, hour, 10 yards downfield. I was like, one, not only did you miss it, but ESPN is literally playing a slow motion replay of it to show that you missed it. Yeah, it's it was so bad. And there's a lot of holes. Yeah, it was just Hold yeah, the refs the rest were out yeah, there. I know. come on. I know. It was yeah. I, I I also wonder if if Garrett is fully healthy from I don't think he is. I don't think his I don't think his cardio is there yet. Um the way Yeah, no, I agree. He hasn't been himself the last two weeks. Yeah. So it's pretty evident that, I mean, even last week he like kind of made fun of himself in that Instagram post too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. as long as he's healthy in three weeks right. for the playoffs, that sounds yeah. so good. As long as yeah. he's healthy for the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, we, we we're seeing it across the across the NFL. Like um, their their guy on uh, on the Ravens. Um, I can't think of his name right now. The D tackle. cramps. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that, that 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 too. That could be. I don't know what it was, but if that's related to COVID, yeah, it's it's affecting players after even after they come back. Um, so hopefully he can get uh, get his cardio going, get his uh, regular self back, um, because it, it's it, it. You saw today without him up to up to par. We saw it during the Ravens game when he wasn't healthy. Um, it, it's a, it's a big difference. They need him. While we're at it, can someone please send a diploma to Lamar Jackson for graduating from the Paul Pierce School of Gramps, please? <laughs> he has his bachelor's degree tonight, so congrats to Lamar. He not only yeah. got it, but he got his bachelor's degree from the Paul Pierce School of Gramps. Oh, my God. Um, that was, <laughs> that's that going to be forever. It, it's it, awesome. It just built it just built this game even more up. It was crazy. Like there's so many storylines. Like, like I don't know if I'm happy or sad that this game is going to be known as the Cramp Game. <laughs> I don't know if that I don't know if that's going to make me laugh or if that's just going to make me angry. <laughs> yeah. So, oh my god, it was. Oh, I can't. <laughs> but um, yeah, there. It shows. So we were talking about all the injuries, and that shows an upside to this team. But I think th- another upside is all the mistakes they made. They made so many mistakes, especially especially with penalties and dropping dropping passes early on. But they stuck with it, and they and they stayed in the game. How many times would we see drop passes or penalties, and we would be down twenty one points, and it'd be over? So that was that was a huge huge plus for them. Um, it just shows that there's there's a lot more they can do, uh, which is good to see. It's it's never good when you hit the ceiling and you don't have anything where to go. So absolutely. It's good to see. And um, I know Cody Parkey. Everyone's to hang on Cody Parkey. He missed an extra point, which I will kind of let him go for the extra point because then the Browns hit a two point conversion. So that makes up they wouldn't have went for two. I'm sure if he yeah. missed that. Um, but the missed field goal was huge because obviously they lost by yeah. technically three, but it was really five. Yeah. But um, another thing that the Browns kind of caught a break on is they had those three fumbles, and I think it was all in the first quarter, and they recovered all three of them. Yeah, that could have changed the game so easily. So 
the Browns might have caught some breaks, but they those were three huge breaks. Yeah, I think it actually after that crazy ending to it, I think there were seven fumbles. And they didn't lose any of them. That's got to be a record. Like they because of that last play, they fumbled like four times. They they didn't lose any fumbles. That was that's pretty remarkable. That's that's called luck right there. And PN only has fumbles lost. They do not have fumbles on the game. Shoot, but yeah, you're right. They had those three. I think yeah, I think I think I saw on Twitter there were seven, (laughs) which is just and and they didn't lose any of them. That's that's luck, man. So there was definitely things that uh, because how many drop passes did we see uh, the Ravens have? That was. Marky Brown had a case of Quincy Morgans today or Braylon oh, Edwards. Oh, do you know what we're hanging on Michigan tonight? He had yeah. a case of the Braylon Edwards's. Yeah. We, oh, my God. It could have been even worse for the defense, which is saying something. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, people could say, well, if Cody Parkey made that field goal, the Browns win. Right. The Browns had a lot of bounces. There was a lot of – yeah, it was. It, you could say it both ways. Like, you could say – Oh, if Trace McSorley didn't go in for that one drive, or, or did we? Were we going to get that ball back? So yeah, there was a lot of a lot of stuff. What ifs? Um, but hey, it was a close game, fun game. It was weird a game. Really game. It was yeah, you're right. It was weird, fun, good. The only negative was that the Browns lost. Yeah. But the Browns were nine and four. If they take your business the next two weeks, nine to four, and they play the. Two New York teams. Two New York teams where I think if you combine them, the Browns might still be favored. Yeah. Hey, guess what? And we're on another uh, national televised game next week. Oh, I can't wait to watch that game in Spanish. Thanks, Directive. We appreciate it. <laughs> God, please help us. I, I, I learned Spanish last night, so that was great. That was great to it's another tangent, but my favorite part about because I don't know Spanish, but my favorite part is yeah. when I'm listening to like a game, and they'll say a bunch of language that I don't know, and then they'll be like Baker Mayfield. I'm like, oh, I know that. <laughs> I remember I watched an NBA game, and they were like Dwight Howard. Oh, they're talking about. I know you try you try to like figure out okay what are they talking about here, and then you hear then you hear an English name. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's the best. It always makes me laugh every single time. But seriously, yeah. I hope. Get that. your get your act together. Because not hey. only like I I would mute it and like listen to Jim Donovan, but the Spanish channel it it has a weird view. Like it's not HG. I know. I'm at, I'm. This is big yeah. world or uh, whatever you want. I don't know. I'm way too tired right now. It's almost one a.m. Hey, but, we can. We can shout out. Uh, we can shout out. Uh, Nail in the coffin. They're having a podcast tomorrow um, with awful announcing about talking about this. So check it out. So check it out on wavenextyear.com or the Nail in the Coffin podcast on wherever you listen to podcasts. Just yep. like this one right now, where we are yes. recording at twelve forty-eight a.m. Actually, check it out today. Yeah, it's coming exactly, out today. Exactly today. <laughs> <laughs> I could not believe that we are recording a podcast at, after the Browns just played for almost four hours. I know. We talked about it last week and we were only gonna do it for a win, but I this game I don't think we could we couldn't we couldn't leave it on And we got on here and said this will be a short podcast and, and forty minutes. Your longest podcast of the season. 
<laughs> I guess that's what happens when you have so much to talk about. I mean, I could yeah. literally go on and on. If I oh, wanted yeah. to pull all nighter and talk this game because of all the craziness that happened. That's wild. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you can talk for a solid hour about Lamar's cramps. Yeah. <laughs> you really could. <laughs> the story behind the story. The story behind the story. I cannot wait for that 30 for 30. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and this game was just like someone brought it up. It was like the uh, the Rams game from a few years ago, where it was like what fifty to sixty or something like that. Just it was just a, another insane, high scoring, no defense could do anything um, type of game, and with weird, weird, weird stuff. Oh my gosh! It was it was it was fun, man. The only game that the only thing that would have made this game weirder is that there was a possum. Sure, a possum or a skunk or something. A squirrel. squirrel. Oh my gosh! (laughs) But yeah, seriously, what a game! I'm disappointed. I know the saying is, "I'm not mad. I'm disappointed." I'm disappointed that the Browns lost, but I'm not mad. Yeah, that's a good way to say it. Yeah, it's disappointing that they didn't get it out, but not mad. Can't be mad at this at Baker and the offense. They played their ass off, and it, it's it was it, we saw a real team, we saw a real deal. Yeah, I'm not only looking like I said, I'm not only looking forward to these final three weeks of the regular season, and then the playoffs, but this off season, I think. I don't want to say I'm most looking forward to this offseason, but this offseason leading into next year, given all what has taken place the last few weeks, this might be the most exciting offseason since right. then. It will yeah. be by far the most. Well, no, because I guess you could say when the Browns have the number one pick, that's pretty exciting. But as a team that has talent and a yeah. playoff team that has a bunch of salary cap space, mm. this is going to be one heck of an offseason. It's fun, guys. Buckle up. Buckle up. Don't get cramps. And <laughs> drink water. I can that I'm never gonna get over I'm never gonna get over the cramp game, especially when it's brought up all the time. What will be brought up more this week? The cramp game or the Browns point differential which went down to I think negative thirty, even though they're nine and four. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> Luckily I didn't hear it as much this week, so Positive. I think I think we did part of that, but uh, yeah, let's please don't bring that up, anybody. I, I will I will mute please you just immediately. Bring up the cramp game. I'll gladly talk cramp game more than point differential. I promise. Cramp game. But seriously, yeah. Browns are nine and four. They just lost forty seven forty two. I'm so sorry, Vegas betters. I'm so sorry. So um, yeah, they had the two New York games and then the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are struggling big time. Oh. So it could be interesting. It could be a very interesting three weeks. Mm-hmm. I think it's safe to say that the Browns are a playoff team. They're just playing for positioning at this mm-hmm. point. That is so weird. It, yeah. We are a week and a half until Christmas, and the Browns are. I'm. Yeah. You know what? I'll say the Browns are in the playoffs. I'm not going to wood right now. Okay. And you can I see agree. my screen shaking, so it's clear that I knocked on wood. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, the Browns are a playoff team. Yeah, take care of business the next two weeks. Take care of business. Stay healthy. Get healthy. And we'll see you next Sunday. Get healthy. Do you know what? Next Sunday is going to be another late-nighter. Oh, Oh, and Joe. We're ready. See you guys at midnight next Sunday. (laughs) Everyone have a safe week. See ya.
I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Warriors in Their Own Words, a podcast that presents the unvarnished, unsanitized truth of what we have asked of those who defend this nation. As a country, we need these stories more than ever. Stories from Americans who have borne the battle, including 30-year-old remastered interviews with veterans from World War I recounting their time in the trenches of Europe, and with veterans from World War II, Korea, Vietnam, and from our most recent conflicts in Iraq, Afghanistan, and other battlefields Americans may never have heard of. Hear their stories by listening to Warriors in Their Own Words wherever you find podcasts.